0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is your friendly Pinhead198 back with another overdue episode, and I gotta tell you, I am extremely frustrated, and I usually don't talk a lot about wrestling on this show because it's mostly supposed to be geared toward horror and sci-fi and the occasional video games, but last this past Sunday's WrestleMania really, really pissed me the hell off. I've not been this enraged in a while. I wouldn't say enraged, but I'm sorely disappointed. The first night started off really well and I can't even lie, it was a good night. There was some <coughs> good things that happened. Rhea Ripley beat Charlotte Flair, thank God, because just like Roman Reigns, she's been holding that women's title hostage. For long enough. This is like her 45th women's title win. She's already beat her dad well over in title reigns. It's, it's, it's a little obnoxious just because she's Ric Flair's daughter. That shit gets real old. Same reason why Roman Reigns is the champion for the 45th year in a fucking row. Because he's the cousin to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> ...kiss my ass with that shit. It's, it's complacency and I can't stand it. It's mediocrity and I've had enough of it. But the first night was fine. We got a match between Austin Theory and Jonathan Cena. Thank God John lost the title of the match. It, I knew he was going to lose because there's no way... ...he was going to quit kissing North Korean and Chinese ass... And quit doing movies to come and... He would have had to work full time if he won the United States Championship again. There would be no way he could do movies and wrestling at the same time. It's just not mathematically possible. It's just... It's not possible at all. So I knew he was going to lose, but... I tell you, that bald spot on the top of his head was noticeable. Especially in high definition. It, it <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a sight to be seen. He's getting real old, and not just the bald spot, but the overall way he wrestles now. He it's time to ride off into the sunset, old man, and call it a day. Um, we had the Roman or not the Roman Reigns, the Logan Paul. Versus Seth Rollins match. And that's what it was. But overall night one was very entertaining. You had Becky G doing the national anthem. Which was pretty cool. She's got some pipes on her boy. I've never heard her sing before. But she's definitely got a set of lungs. And I, I was very impressed with her rendition of America the Beautiful. I said the national anthem, but it was America the Beautiful. And then a couple other things happened, but overall, it was a blast. I had a good time, so I'm like, okay, maybe, just maybe, the WWE could pull this off. Stand and Deliver was pretty good, the NXT event. I was happy with that. You know, could have been better, It could have been way worse, but overall, it was a good night of wrestling. So I said, okay, not bad. Let's see what night two brings. And then we got night two. Boy, what a treat. Boy, howdy, what a treat that night was. I tell you, I was better off putting my head through the fucking TV than actually sitting there and watching this piece of shit. And I'm telling you, it was a dog's dinner. In every definition of the word, it was a dog's dinner. Now we're going to go over <laughs> CBS. They, Have their results and the grade of the overall WrestleMania night, too. The match, the night started off with Omos versus Brock Lesnar. And this was a squash, it was a throwaway match. It was nothing to write home about. Was it absolute dog shit like I thought it was gonna be? No, but it was unnecessary, especially when you're talking about true spectacle. For WrestleMania, WrestleMania is about the pageantry, the spectacle, some great matches, some supposedly supposed to ending storylines and restarting fresh. We'll get to that at the end here in a minute. So Omos ended up losing, of course, Brock Lesnar when they gave it a grade B, I don't think so. This was a grade C-minus. And it's and it's generous to give it that because this was just a spectacle throwaway match that wasn't worth a damn. Then we had the Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sony Deville. Sonia Deville. Another throwaway piece of shit. <laughs> and I tell you, some of the weirdest shit happened during <laughs> Night 2 because for one I did not understand when Natalia and Shotzi came out I don't know what in the hell Shotzi was doing but she ended up getting underneath the legs of Natalia turning around and she was gesturing toward her vagina like a backwards DX suck it and I don't understand what purpose that served because they were just walking out to the fucking ring. So she was sitting there making hand gestures to Natalia's box, and I really don't understand what the point of that was. Then she had she gave she put her hand up to have Natalia pull her up because she knew she made a fool out of herself. There was a couple of blotches which I was like, okay, well you you got the WrestleMania Sunday jitters, but overall it was just a boring, unnecessary match. And of course, out of nowhere. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler won. They gave this a grade of C+. I would dock it a little bit more by calling it another C-. Once again, this was another throwaway bullshit waste of time. Then we got... I can't why we changed Walter's name, but whatever. <laughs> then we got to the match that was actually really good. The Gunther... Versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental title. I'll tell you, these guys put on a show because they weren't even faking it. They lit each other up with chops against each other's chest. By the time each man was done with each other, there was so much blood blisters across their chest, they looked like a giant ripe tomato. There was nothing but red, black, and blue all over. I mean, these guys really, really lit each other up. The match went back and forth between all three men for a while. But it, it was a pleasant surprise. And I hate triple threat matches at this point. They're overdone, overexposed, pieces of dog shit. But this match, you have three great contenders. I love Sheamus. I love Juke McIntyre. And I like Walter. He's called Gunther now. That You know, they named him after a Nazi USS war boat captain an SS, excuse me, an SS warboat captain from the from Nazi Germany. You know, you guys need to do a little bit more of your research. Yes, I know there's other guys named Gunther. But this guy, they trademarked the name. And if you do a little research, Gunther was a famous SS Nazi warboat captain. And I don't understand why they didn't even do any thinking of it. You know his name's Gunther now, and Gunther, Gunther, come inside and wash up for supper. You know he 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 retained the intercontinental title, which is cool because I don't know. Besides having a one-on-one with Seamus by himself, who's gonna beat Gunther? Unless someone from Imperium defects. And he has to take on one of those guys, but even then, that's stupid. But Gunther won, and it was a it was a really good match. They gave it an A plus. I'm actually not too far behind. I give it an A minus. So that's one they actually did get right. And there's a tagline on Twitter: These WrestleMania chops are absolutely brutal, and they ain't lying. Each man just went. And they were like they sounded like shotgun blasts going off the way they were hitting each other so damn hard across the chest. And they weren't pulling back or cuffing the hand. They were literally from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock slapping each other across the chest as hard as they could. And some of them, when they were slapping them, I'm like, you guys are going to end up giving each other heart attacks because you're slapping straight up bone to heart right there. Right and they're there. You could see the skin. It looked like a bad car crash, but it wasn't bad. It was a it was a damn good match. I have to give credit where credit's due. Then we got into the Raw Women's Championship match against with Bianca Belair versus Oscar. This one was actually really good too. I was surprised these two women put on a clinic. I I was happy with the way it it happened from start to finish. I would have preferred that Oscar win. Because much like I'll get into with the Roman Reigns fuckery and just like Rhea Ripley winning the title against Charlotte Flair, there is no point in these people winning their prospective Royal Rumbles if you're not going to give them the title. So it kind of sucks that Oscar didn't win, but at the same time I understand that Belair won because... They want to give her a Roman Reigns run too. I don't know if they're going to give her 45,000 years or 10,000 days like the tool album goes, but they're going to she's already held it for a year. I see at least another year going. I don't like I said, I don't think she'll get 10,000 days like Roman, but she's definitely going to get another year. I'll be shocked and kind of pissed off if she doesn't, because you wasted all that time and buried Oscar for nothing. So now you gotta kind of give it to her. Ronda Rousey doesn't need a title. She's a, she's a joke. Having her as the, having Ronda as the champion is like watching paint dry on the wall. It's boring. It's uninspired, and her promos are like watching old soap operas from the '80s. It's just like, why are we doing this? This shit's melodramatic bullshit. They gave it a minus. A-. I agree. Right on the point. I think it was an A- match. (sighs) Then we got to the spectacle that was a botch among botches. But that was because Shane injured himself. We got the Snoop Dogg by proxy versus The Miz. And this is because Shane McMahon... Ended up making a surprise appearance, which was really cool, you know, you got the, here come the money, here come the money, and I, I was like, alright, alright, that's a nice little surprise there, I like it, I like it, I like it, I love it, I want some more of it, but here and where lies the problem is, Shane's too old to be doing this shit, and it was br- oh, you motherfuckers. Sorry, I'm somewhat watching the Boston Red Sox. Oh, never mind, the Red Sox are winning. Okay, sorry, that was a side I was about to get really pissed off. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm like out of the corner of my eye looking at the Boston Red Sox game. Anyway, this is proof positive why Shane needs to stop. Like These old timers should not be doing it because it was going to be an impromptu match between Shane McMahon... And the Miz because the Miz wouldn't shut the fuck up and like always he's running his mouth over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again, and he had already gotten his ass kicked night one, which was really cool to see. And tonight he's like, okay, well, I guess you're gonna get it again. So I, I guess I guess Snoop Dogg was the WrestleMania general manager of the night because he was able to make matches. I don't know how in the fuck that was, but you know they just went with it. Shane McMahon came out. <sighs> And when he did a move, he bounced off the rope. He did a jump that he would have done 10 times out of a 100, 100 times that he did when he was younger. We're talking about 20 years ago. Well, he ended up tearing his completely tearing his quad muscle and he went down like a sack of potatoes. And he couldn't even pretend. It was sort of like how his dad one time when his dad ran in the ring and it ended up blowing out both of his quads. And he just fell limp and he couldn't move. He had to be carried out of the fucking arena. Because he just could not walk. And the same thing happened to Shane. So they had to think on the fly. And I want to know who uh, The young lady who was the referee. You can tell she was green. Because she shouted out. Snoop you need to do the, the people's elbow. And I'm like. That may be the case. And that's what was supposed to be planned. But you don't shout it out. So the entire world and everybody in the arena, even in the nosebleed section, way up top, can hear you saying it. That takes away the suspension of disbelief. When the people all the way up in the fucking, even the $300 nosebleed seats can hear you, you're too damn loud. You're just too darn loud. And there's no reason why anybody should be able to hear it. That's the point. You're supposed to to go over to them and whisper that shit. Not say it out loud like you're breaking news. You moron. I don't care if you're a year one vet referee or you've been in the business for 40 years. Okay? You don't do that. So anyway, <laughs> that was a botch. And then Snoop Dogg did one of the most disgustingly terrible people's elbows I've ever seen. He dropped the Miz. He gave him a nice right hook. I'll give him that. He gave him two nice right hooks because <laughs> when Shane got hurt and you could tell, oh, he said, oh, "You want to hurt my boy?" And he gave him another right hook straight to the jaw. I was like, "Damn, Snoop. You got some you got some oomph in those punches. I'm good for you." But then he followed it up with one of the worst-looking people's elbows I've ever seen in history. Even worse than Mae Young or anybody else ever doing it. It was it was, it was, it, was, it was terrible. Then Snoop won the match. I don't even know if you can call that a match. Would you guys give it a B minus? You guys are smoking crack rock if you're giving it a B minus. That was a D. From the botch to the second botch to the young lady calling it out to where the nosebleeds could hear you. It was a D. It was a it was one of the more low lights. And see, you're you're putting it close to the next match, which was a good match. Although, the next match was Edge versus the Demon. Finally, the Demon Finn Balor came out. And I tell you, Edge, you've been in the business for 20 plus years. (laughs) I tell you, there was a moment during this match where Edge chucked. He didn't smash into him. He chucked the ladder at Finn Balor and, and he really hurt him. He busted Finn Balor's head open because, once again, like this is the fucking UFC or a boxing match. Conveniently, the WWE is now merged and bought out by the UFC, so I guess it's appropriate now. But during this time, he chucked the ladder at Finn Balor's head. It completely smashed him between the eyes, and it busted him open on impact. There's no doubt in my mind Finn Balor didn't get any stitches because he was bleeding all over the map. And you could you could see even he was wearing all of his demon war paint. And you could see the blood through the war paint. So he, Edge messed him up and he fucked up big time. It looked like a bad UFC brawl because there was blood just pouring all over the damn mat. And even after the next couple of matches, you could see the blood all over the mat stained on the mat. So he really got hurt. Overall, the, there was some nice back and forth. Uh, We finally closed the storyline. We have to have. There, this this has been going on for over a year. The the Judgment Day versus Edge and and even his wife, Beth Phoenix, his real-life wife. It, 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 it needs to stop. It just needs to stop. We've dragged this storyline out long enough. Enough's enough. You, so, and it was a good end. It was a nice end to an overall pretty decent match. I had a good time with it. <laughs> I couldn't help myself with laughing that Edge just chucked a ladder. He didn't run into him. He didn't lightly throw it. He threw it like he was throwing a baseball. Like he was throwing a football or some baseball. He And it hit Finn right between the eyes. I kind of felt sorry for Finn because he got... And you heard it too. Another shotgun blast. Went, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That was too loud to be a planned out. Like you threw that too hard. And sure enough, next second later after I said that... Finn was bleeding like a stuffed pig. It looked like a bad horror movie. In hindsight it was cool if you got bloodlust, but at the same time these guys are real people and you're like, you're more prof you've been in the business longer than that to know better than to do shit like that. You're not throwing a football. This isn't the NFL, okay? This isn't the fucking MLB. You need to you of all people know you need to pull that back. You need to make it look like it hurt. Not actually make the shit hurt that's the whole point of wrestling but once again sometimes we have botches especially when they got the Sunday Wrestlemania jitters and shit like this happens but overall the match was decent they gave it a B plus yeah I would give it a same definitely putting it higher than the Miz versus I can't believe you guys are putting that in the same ballpark you need to stop smoking crack rock then we got to the final part which really pissed me the fuck off I ain't never been this mad in a long time because I wanted Cody Rhodes to win because, once again, it's not just about Roman Reigns having the title for four, for 10,000 days for about 40 years now. There is no point in holding a Royal Rumble. I know not every, not everybody wins every time they win the Royal Rumble. Especially now when they're trying to rely more on money in the bank and that match and those briefcases to be more valuable than a Royal Rumble. And even though you've neutered that too. Because half the time, the guys that win now, especially in the last three to four years, the people that have won the money in the bank have cashed it in to no effect whatsoever. They've either lost the title and not won, or they've had to go down to a lesser title like Austin Theory and wrestle for a United States title instead of the heavyweight championship because you guys are pussies that won't stop protecting Roman Reigns. This is getting out of hand at this point. It's getting really pathetic protecting Dwayne's cousin so damn much that you can't even let him drop the title. And it's not just that he... Once again, the same shit that they do every single fucking time. The reason why he's held on to the title for three years now because the bloodline has to interfere. Can you guys not just let Roman stand on his own tin toes? Like, seriously, and just let him fucking fight? Is it really necessary for the bloodline to get involved in the same cliches over and over and over and over and over again? Is it really that necessary? This is fucking, as Jim Cornette would say, lazy booking. And it's piss poor writing too. They had a good match, I guess, as good as Roman can have. Cody, I already knew, was going to be good because Cody's on a roll right now, especially since he left AEW and came to WWE, even though he had a setback with a pectoral injury. But what is the point of even winning a Royal Rumble for anybody, whether it be the men or the women, if they're just going to drop and lose the title, not have a title win at all, at WrestleMania, the grandest stage of them all? This was bullshit. Bullshit. It was absolute bullshit. The Usos came in. They got cock-blocked by it. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And you're like, oh, okay. Cody's gonna win this. Then you forgot the other factor of Rikishi's son or whatever. Sola Sokola. Coming in with a stupid Umaga. Or no, he's the son of Umaga, that's right. Because he uses the same fucking spike that Umaga used to use. And spikes Cody in the throat. I guess uh, Roman Reigns hit the spear, from what I remember, and it was over 1-2-3. I'm like, H- here we go again. The same dumbass bullshit you guys have been pulling for the last three years. It, it would have been one thing if this was the first time around, but God, this is like the 40th time we've had to see Roman win because the bloodline's interference. You guys gave this an A? <sighs> please come here to North Carolina and share some of those drugs. You gave it an A+. This isn't just about Cody not winning. It wasn't an A-plus match. It was an average middle-of-the-road Roman Reigns match, which, again, once again, it wasn't up to snuff. And the final result doesn't close the storyline because now we have to continue the storylines from last year because... You guys want to protect poor little Romy Reigns. Because he's the the cousin of Dwayne. It's funny you guys didn't give Dwayne's daughter that treatment the night before. And you didn't protect her and her group Schism. Because Schism lost to Chase University at Stand and Deliver. The Rock's own daughter don't even get the same respect. His actual biological daughter don't get the same respect as his cousin Romy Reigns. It, this is fucking pathetic and ridiculous at this point. Like, how, man, how many more years... Are, he's, he cannot br- beat Bruno San Martino's level bec- record. Because we're talking about seven years. It, there's no way in hell you're going to tell me Roman's going to hold the title for seven years. Because on top of the fact that it would be obnoxious, he don't even want the title anymore. He's temper tant- He let it slip and had a temper tantrum a few months back saying he didn't even want the response. He pulled an AJ Styles... Talking about he really doesn't want the responsibility of being the face of the WWE and holding the championship. You're going to tell me he's going to hold it for seven years, heaven forbid, eight years to break the record? I don't think so. So let's pull the trigger now and be done with and give Cody the belt. Cody's more than earned it. He's put in the work. He went on the indies. He was in AEW. He did what he needed to do. You guys, I know you guys promised him a title to come back to the WWE, especially in his American Nightmare iteration. He's not Stardust anymore or any of the other stupid gimmicks. You, you know, the Masked Face, the Phantom of the Opera, Cody, Cody Rhodes. He's proven himself. He's the American Nightmare now. It's time to let him live his father's legacy and win a title. You guys talk about how you fucking respect Dusty Rhodes so much, but you show nothing but disrespect every single fucking time when it comes to the legacy of the Rhodes family. The shit is getting old. It's getting really old, and it's getting whack. I've had enough of it. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people in the wrestling community that are just like, really, again? There was a couple of bottles thrown. And that, and you don't see that anymore like you used to. It's like, really, people? People were like, really, we're doing this again? And Triple H's bogus-ass excuse of why Cody didn't win because he was asked at the press conference after WrestleMania was over, why did you guys make the decision to allow... And this is, a, once again, I don't know why this was even answered. He should have just no-sold it. But no, we got to expose the business again. You shouldn't even have answered this question. But you can't help yourselves. You guys got to expose this fucking over already overly exposed business. This is why people laugh at us for watching. It's fake. It's garbage. Because you guys have overexposed this goddamn business. And of course, Triple H does it again. The CFO of the company, the head of creative writing, overexposed it. Not some little prick who's only been in the business for a couple for a cup of coffee. The guy who's the head writer and runner of storytelling in the WWE answered the question. They said why why did you, you let Cody lose the match? Well, uh this is the WWE and you know uh, the stories are always continuing. They never end. This isn't the end for Cody and this isn't the end for Roman Reigns. It's just this just means the story continues because in the WWE The stories never end, they're always... What a fucking cop-out. For one, that's a shitty excuse. And number two, you don't say that out loud. Just like the little girl who's the fresh referee who shouldn't have called out the move loud. You don't say that. You don't answer that to actual press. While ESPN, and Sports Illustrated, and CBS News, and CNN, and TMZ are all there, you don't answer that question to the the overall audience, exposing the business. Fuck, I haven't even been in it as long as you have, and I know this. This is why people like Dutchman Tell and Jim Cornette lose their shit, because you're exposing the business like no tomorrow. What the fuck is wrong with you people over there? What... What kind of drugs are you doing? Because it's either a mental health issue or excessive drug use to be able to have the fucking balls to do that shit. It's extremely aggravating and it it, it makes me want to pull out my hair like mankind used to do. Just pull it out by the chunks because you guys continue to do this shit and it really put a damper on the overall WrestleMania. I was like, you guys did a great job the night before. This is the best you could come up with to close it out and it was fast too. Like it, 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 it was a slow burn the night one, which I'm fine with. It wasn't too long, but it wasn't too short. This night it was like, let's go. Let's move. Let's keep it pushing. You could tell they just wanted to get to the shitty finish of the Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes match cuz everything went by like a fucking flash blur. It was insane. I thought it was going to end up... In hindsight, I'm glad it did because I thought it was going to be a five, six hour show. It was like three and a half hours, barely scratching the four hour mark of a WrestleMania. Whatever. You guys need to do better. And the 40th anniversary, next year is going to be the 40th year. They're going to Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love. Or so I've been told, you know. The crime rate that your es- your escalating crime rate doesn't prove that, but you know you're the city of brotherly love, huh? Where you can get raped, beaten, and murdered all in the same fucking day, but it's the city of brotherly love. But anyway, you're going to Philadelphia. You guys better step it way the fuck up for the 40th year, the 40th anniversary, because this is 40 years. You guys keep doing this shit, you're not gonna have another 25, let alone another 40. This is insane. I don't understand why we would do this, but you know, I'm not the, I don't run the show, so. If I did, a lot of shit would be changing, I'll tell you right now. And a lot of people would be giving DOS boot out on their fucking ass, out the door. I promise you that. A lot of you would be thrown out on your fucking ass. Never to be seen ever again until the day that I die. That's the only way you'd be getting back on the WWE door because some of you are an absolute fucking disgrace to this business. Not just this business, but this entertainment that a lot of us love to enjoy and we can't enjoy it because you guys keep shitting in the bed like Amber Heard. It's enough's enough. And it's really starting to piss me off. As you can tell I went from a slightly calm and now my blood pressure's escalating because this shit's just fucking cupid stupid. It's fucking nonsense. It doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever to continue to do this dumb shit. And it is so aggravating. I've never been this agitated. I'm I'm contemplating stop watching this shit. Like dead ass serious. Not 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 the threat of oh, I'm gonna cancel my subscription and I'm not and don't really do it. Fuck it. I don't need to watch WWE anymore. I got 2K23 now. I can make my own matches and do a far better job as the general manager than these fuckwits are doing in real time. And just live out my own fantasies of doing my own WWE booking. Instead of having to watch the atrocious shit shitbag company that's doing their shitty... Fucking booking that they do. Week after week after week. Pay-per-view after pay-per-view. After event. After live show. After pay-per-view. It it just gets old and tedious. And it's so fucking frustrating. God, I'm tired of this shit. It's really starting to get my blood pressure to rise. Because this shit is just lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. I, I don't understand it. But, hey, that's my spiel on it. Um, If anybody else watched WrestleMania and you have a better take than I do, let me know. Because I'm telling you, if you guys enjoyed it, let me know and tell me what you enjoyed about it. Because, like I said, the first night was enjoyable. It was a blast. Maybe I'm a little biased because I was getting a little drunk. Enjoying some quality time with my mom, which I don't really get to do very often anymore. Especially now that I work all the time. You know, it was a blast. She even liked it, which she hates wrestling. Like <laughs> she's like, we could be watching something so much better than this. We could watch a movie. We're spending quality time watching this shit wrestling, but it it was it ended up being pretty good. The bar that's still raised high. The best match of the year that nobody at WrestleMania beat the MJF Brian Danielson match at Revolution. It's still yet to be beat. It's still the bar that's set high for match of the year contender. So, like I said, we still got a young year ahead of us. Who knows? Maybe someone will come in and they've thrown them. But right now, it's not looking good. I think the closest match was Rhea Ripley and Flair and maybe Oscar versus Balair. But they still didn't beat it. So, I don't know what's going to happen from here. A part of me doesn't even fucking care. Especially after they pulled the bullshit the following night on the Raw after WrestleMania. Where Brock Lesnar just, for whatever reason out of fucking blue, joined forces with Cody Rhodes to take on Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns just to beat the shit out of Cody Rhodes at the beginning of the match. It wasn't The match didn't even happen because Brock just snapped and... Beat the shit out of him. So what now? We're going to, instead of have a rematch between Cody Rhodes and Roman to give him the title, what now? Brock interjects himself. Especially now that the UFC is a part of this shit. Merging with the Endeavor Group, which is the sister company of UFC. This is the road we're going down, huh folks? Okay. It's not the path of the road I would have taken, but okay, you guys do you, but I'm telling you, you're going to lose a lot of fans, like myself included, because this just is, it's insanity, like, I'm even insane as a fan for doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting different results, and even I'm guilty of this, I'll be first to admit it, this is fucking insane. And it's not even worth it. I could do so many more things. I could talk to my grandmother who's getting up in age, who's not going to be on this earth very much longer. I could do far better things like talk to her on the phone since she's half across the country from where I am. I could be talking to her. I could be spending time with my mother who's not getting any younger. I could be talking to friends, doing more podcasts, like... I don't need to sit through this WWE shit and give them time and energy if they're not even willing to put in the very fucking bare minimum of effort. I put in more effort with these podcasts, and I don't even... And this is just fun for me. It's a hobby. These guys are doing this as a profession. This is their living, their livelihood, and they don't even put a fucking third-grader's... a child third-grader's effort into this. I've seen third graders put in more effort to their term papers and their book reports than the WWE is doing. And they're a multi-billion dollar company. This is insane. It's absolutely insane. And I can't take it anymore. It's fucking driving me nuts. It's driving me to drink more, which I don't want to do. So I think I'm going to call time of death on WWE. They're still AEW. ROH is back. Even though AEW shit in the bed too. They've dropped ratings. I mean, their last rating on TV was 900,000. That's a, And you go, that's pretty good. Pinhead, that's not bad. From, going from... They went from 1 1. 1.8 million views every day, every week. Okay? On... TNT to now they're barely breaking 900,000 and the number and, and you say well you're panicking no because the number keeps going down week after week okay next week it'll be eight eight 800,050 then it'll go down to 700,000 and then it won't even to the point if it gets too bad it won't even break half a million that's insane To a promising company that was the talk of the town because it was fresh. They're getting complacent too. And their wrestling's getting boring. So I guess (laughs) New Japan and ROH will be the only thing I'll have left to rant and rave about. And actually talk about. Hey this is good. Because ROH is the new ROH. It's like old ROH. Feels good to see it again. I don't know. I don't know what the future of wrestling holds. But I do know one thing. I do know one thing though, bitches they come they go. Saturday through Sunday, Monday, you know. I do know one thing though. Seriously, is this is this is, this is wearing thin, and it's getting to the point where it's not even sustainable anymore. So, but that's my rant. I've held you guys long enough with wrestling talk. Next time we are doing the Phantasm retrospective, we're gonna go in depth about my love and affinity for the Phantasm series. Uh, there's still, I haven't seen Scream 6 yet, I'm still waiting on it. Um, so then I'll do a review on here for that. I don't know what else, like, there's nothing coming out right now as far as the horror market's concerned. There's nothing of major... I mean, there's an Oregon Trail horror movie coming out, yes, I'm not lying. The old computer games that a lot of us growing up in the 90s the early the late 80s and the 90s and the early 90s when we played at school when we rushed into the computer room yes that Oregon Trail is being turned into a horror movie western but that's not for a while the alien movie romulus is being filmed right now so fede alvarez's new alien film so we don't have any word on that <laughs> The Exorcist, who gives a fuck about that, but he, they're still working on that, so I... Oh, yeah, we have Russell Crowe's The Pope's Exorcist next Friday, so, hey, maybe we'll do a review on that, even though I want to see that like I need a fucking Kurt Cobain shotgun, shotgun blast hole in the head, but we'll see. Just got to be patient with me, because I can't I can't do any reviews on anything if it's not out there, so... But as soon as the re- the horror movies start rolling out, even if they're shit, we're gonna start watching more of them. I'm I'm really trying to get time to see Scream 6. I've been dodging and ducking the spoilers like Neo ducking fucking bullets in the Matrix. So I also want to see John Wick 4 cuz I've heard nothing but great things about that. I'll do a review on that too, but with the with our new season coming and play at my regular job it's going to be harder to see movies and get out there and see them i just saw creed 3 maybe i'll do a review of that on here but it's getting hard out here for a pimp but i did my rant and raving about the shitty ass wwe events it's time to get ready for work and say peace i love you guys i appreciate you taking your time out of day to listen to this I'm trying not to make them too long so i don't have to hold you too long but i love you guys